The moment you are so ready for your school to start. The moment that everything seems to be in place, everything is perfect. You've had a big celebration. You've had an open house. Everything is organized, set to go. And then boom, something tragic happens. But the show must go on. Today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how our micro school, the day after open house, like did you check out the last episode, episode 208 was all about having an open house, the day after a stellar open house, we got the news early in the morning that our school had flooded, we were bound to have school the next day, what did we do? Do, do, do. Stay tuned because this is an episode you don't want to miss. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. You guys are the first to hear of this story. We have not even posted it on social media. Nowhere has anyone heard about this except for right here on the podcast, except for the families that we serve. So I'm very excited to share the story with you, encouraging you to always consider what God is doing in your life, to be hopeful, and to continue to persevere through trials. Oh my gosh, you guys, I just, I cannot wait to tell you this. I just am so, so elated to share this with you. Okay, here we go. If you listened back to episode 208, we had an open house on a Sunday at four, from 4 to 6 p.m. Public school had already started on August 10th. We had our open house August 13th. Many families had already committed to private school or homeschool. And yet on August 13th, on Sunday after our open house, we had five families call me Monday morning wanting to enroll their child. Now, also, along with all these phone calls that are coming in for enrolling their child, I get a phone call on Monday. Now, again, we, it's important to know, we did not have school on Monday. By the grace of God, we did not have school on Monday because after our open house, I don't know, it's just, I always just said I wanted to start school on Tuesday. I had known that from way back in March, whenever I did my school calendar in my introductory packet. I had put in there that school started on Tuesday, August 15th, because I didn't want to start on a Monday, want to start on Tuesday. When you have your own school, you can determine the start date. So here Monday, we didn't have school. We had an open house, which I think is important. 
if you have an open house, think about what's going to happen the next day. You're probably going to get phone calls because I had so many phone calls that day after open house. Oh my goodness. Not just from people who are interested, but people who wanted to enroll and then the people who are interested, but they needed more information about scholarship or they about next year or something. And then I had families, members who are already a part of our school. They had additional questions that they needed to ask me. My phone was just blowing up. And in the midst of it, I get a phone call from the owner of the building that we were leasing. It was a former dance studio turned into an after-school program, but we would utilize the space during the daytime. And many of you guys have been following me here on the podcast for a couple years. You know that I've always loved having the school in my home. You know that we dream of having a land, of having like a farm school, a little village, a property. We've, we've, we've searched high and low for the perfect place, guys. And we've put offers in on, on homes. We've not received a home. And honestly, this building, uh, the after school program, it really fell into our laps. Like they literally came to us saying, we've got a place for you. And at first I was like, no, if you've ever heard my podcast talk about this a couple episodes ago, I'm like, no, I don't, I'm just not feeling it. Um, but I had nowhere else to go and I was grateful for the opportunity. Super grateful. They approached us. I heard that you needed a space. At first, I was like, no, this is a building. I don't want to be in a building. I want a home. I want the land. I want the chickens. I want the garden. But nothing was coming our way. It was two to three minutes from my house. It was centrally located. It was by not only our neighborhood park, but the park, uh, a beautiful park right next to it, about a two-minute drive. So it seemed like this was going to be a pretty easy transition for everybody. The only caveat was that it did not have much of an outside play area and it was in a shopping plaza, which I know many of you guys have heard before or have debated on whether or not you wanted to host a school in a shopping plaza, but I'm here to tell you that's all we had. And the owners were great. There's an after school program that hosts over 60 students. They have summer programs there, so it's already kid friendly. Parents already know about it where it is situated, the city has already looked at it and said, this looks like a place that's safe, not really a place where intruders would come. So I believe everybody has done their due diligence to make this a kid-friendly area. There was a parking lot on the side that was away from major heavy traffic that we could utilize. Again, we were going to transport kids back and forth to the park every day. That was a little bit of a, of a, hassle to be honest with you to try to figure it out but it was going to work also we were going to transport them to my house on Thursdays and Fridays groups of students to do gardening either way we were making it work we were making it work guys and I I believe that when an opportunity comes your way you really have to be open to it and I have been very prayerful about it there was nothing else that came our way we needed to grow our school we had we like we were growing So we had to have the space for the growth. We only had about a week to move into the space. We had it literally so perfectly set up. It was beautiful. We bought new whiteboards. We bought cubbies. We bought just new furniture. 
not a lot of furniture because we did have to break down at the end of the day, which that is, that is something that everyone needs to keep in mind. If you have to break down your stuff at the end of the day, again, we were going to do it. We were going to make it work. It was our only option at the time. We had looked for many churches. We had been all over town. We had put it on social media. We had realtors. We could not find the place. We looked at this place as a blessing. Thank you, God, for opening the door for us. Thank you, God, for opening the door for us. We purchased new, just, we had to purchase new materials and new furniture to make our space compact because we had to share it with people. So we had cabinets that we ordered off of Amazon locked. We had just very minimal bookshelves. We had rolling filing drawers. We had rolling carts. We had rolling whiteboards. We had beautiful cubbies from Ikea. We had just storage. We were thinking storage, storage, storage. When we're not teaching, we need to have it stored away, locked because other kids and other people are coming in here. And not only for protection, but the, the other place didn't want our stuff to get ruined either. So they were very accommodating. Um, we had cork boards. We put those on the wall. But at the same time, we knew every day at the end of the day, we were going to have to break down. Whew, that's a hard one. Plus, we were already a little limited on our time because as they, as we were leaving school, they were transitioning into the school. Either way, again, we were making it work, okay? And we were, we were walking by faith, not by sight, friends. I think that is, that's what I'm learning so much through this whole process is walking by faith and not by sight. You are going to have to do that as you are building your school, as you are breaking out and doing something different. Walk by faith. And sometimes it might not make sense to you. Sometimes it may look really good to you. You've got to be open to opportunities and you got to be prayerful. You got to be discerning. And if there's no other option, you got to go with it. Walk by faith, not by sight. So I'm getting all these phone calls on Monday and for, from our school and people in Rilling, And then I get this phone call from the owner of the facility who says, Hey, you need to come out to the school. We, the pipe busted and we have a flood. And I was like, oh, okay, so you need us to move some things from this back cubby? And she's like, no, the whole place has flooded. I was like, oh, wow, okay. I did not panic. It's just so weird. The peace of God was there. I never panicked. I was like, okay, get, get dressed because it's Monday. Remember, I don't have school. I get all these parent phone calls. I was just going to clean my house and I was going to work on my finances and I was going to answer questions from parents who were calling in. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to do that right now. Go get dressed. My youngest daughter, Jolie, was home. I said, Jolie, I got to go. I got to go out to the school really quick. I got to move some stuff. I'm just saying I just got to move some things. I call my husband. Honey, I need you to come out to the school. There's been a flood which I did not mention this during the last episode about the open house is that during the open house, we had a little leak from a pipe in the ceiling. And we just, we, it was pretty obvious that the place that there was a pipe leaking during our open house with a trash can underneath it. But we tried our best to camouflage it, but it was still there. And that is what had busted. 
and it was just flooding the place apparently all night long. So we, I get there and I'm just standing in water and I'm like, okay, we have to find another place for our school. And do you know, this is the honest to God truth. I just said, okay, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for letting me know. Thank you, God, for letting me know. We got to find another place. I had not one place in mind, guys. I had some ideas of some places that I could call. But I was like, mm, I've already called that church. No, can't do it. I've already called this church. Nope, they can't do it. Hmm. What am I going to do? My husband, here's what my husband said. He said, we could always have him back in my house. I said, we are not having 35 kids and five adults at our house. You are out of your mind. He's like, well, where are we going to go? I said, I don't know, but I'm going home. (laughs) I'm going home. I literally go home and I'm like, okay, now I got to go out and present myself to local areas in the community. I better put on my Lighthouse Learning t-shirt And I am going to say a prayer. So I went home, got on my Lighthouse Learning t-shirt, started putting some makeup on. And I'm just going, okay, I wonder if Pastor Nick, Pastor Nick was a pastor at a church that my husband and I used to go to about six years ago. Then the pandemic, then we started a little church in our home. Then the pandemic happened. And I'll be honest with you, we Never thought about Pastor Nick's church because Pastor Nick's church has been for sale for three years. It's a big, beautiful church, but no one is here. We knew that the rent would be outrageous. We knew that even just the air condition in the place was going to be outrageous. That We we knew it was not going to be an affordable option. So I got dressed, but the thought came through my mind. And I'm like, I don't know where we're going to have school tomorrow. It's 10 o'clock in the morning, and I, I don't even know. My shoes are wet. My husband's out there, the after-school program, they're trying to go around town, find places that can host them. I call my family. I call my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. I tell them, they're like, okay, we'll be there in a minute. And I'm like, don't go there because we can't get anything from there. It's flooded. So I just start making myself some tea. I, I, I really had no idea what to do, you guys. I just started making myself some tea. And about 20 minutes later, I'm in the kitchen, just fiddling around going, okay, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what's going to happen. God, please help us. Okay. Let me think here. Could I go here? Could I go? I was just, I, I, that's all I could do guys was just, just try to process it all. And, and I thought, oh my God, I got to call all these families today. How am I going to get the time to call all these families? My daughter's at home. I wanted to just spend the day with her. I just, I was like, oh my God, I had so many things I needed to do today. Okay, just breathe. It's going to be okay. My mother-in-law busts through the door. She said, Mackenzie, call Pastor Nick. Now, remember, I had just been thinking about him. She said, Ted, her husband, he called him. And he said, call him now. He's waiting for your phone call. I was like, I don't know what to say to Pastor Nick. I'm nervous. I'm nervous of what he's going to say. I hadn't been to church there in a few years and it's going to be super expensive and, uh, and it's in another city, by the way, it's in another city. It's like 15 minutes away from us. I'm like, Oh gosh. Okay. But man, it would be awesome if pastor Nick let us go there because the building is beautiful. Oh, my husband helped to paint it. We've been a part of that church. I'm like, Oh, it'd be so nice, but I'm going to have my husband calling. 
while I go to a church down the street. So I call my husband. He's like, okay, I'll call Pastor Nick. Okay, well, I'm going to go to this church down the street. So I go to this church down the street. All the doors are locked. No one's in there. No, no, there's people in there, by the way, but no one, no one is answering the door to let me in. I'm like, well, this is weird. My husband calls me. Can you meet Pastor Nick at his church in 30 minutes? Absolutely. My husband and I go. I said, you going to meet me there? He said, yeah. We go. I had no idea what to expect. We come to the church. He says, this church is completely empty. It's been for sale for three years. We've had many offers on it. It is for sale for $3.5 million. Used to be an Amazon shipping center that they turned into a church. Their church has now gone pretty much fully online. They don't need the space anymore. But it has all these rooms. It's got a big, huge, beautiful, gourmet chef's kitchen. It has a gorgeous lobby. It has a huge room with four little office rooms attached to it. It's got, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable, friends. It's unbelievable. He's taking us around the church. He's like, okay, I think this would be an area that'd be really good for you. You guys can have the kitchen. You can have the lunch. It's not even like a lunch room. It's like a dining area that's a, so, that can go into the kitchen. It would fit all of our kids, probably fit 60 people in there. Along with the kitchen, he said, you can have access to the kitchen. You can have access to the worship center, the sanctuary, the chapel. He said, you could take all these chairs. He said, you can have the whiteboards. You can have all these tables. It's move-in ready. You can use the lobby. It's got these chairs and these couches. He says, you can play all outside. You can have the big room, which could fit probably 80 people in it. Then it's got four little rooms. So I was like, what would we do with all this space? And then you can have this room here to the side. You can have this storage room. Here's all your bathrooms. And he said, now it's super expensive to, to even air condition this place. He said, so I don't even know. You're looking at just even the air conditioning cost being twelve to 1400 And I was like, oh gosh, and then we got to pay rent on top of it. No, oh, you know, okay, it's fine. I, I, it sounds like I'm nervous about it, but I'm just like, okay. I, I actually was at such peace with it. I was like, okay. I was just kind of racking it up. Like, okay, that's 1400 plus we got to pay rent. Okay, how much is this going to be? So he says, how much do you pay at your other place? And I tell him, he said, okay, let me call my board. He said, because I got I to gotta get it passed, approved through the board. And he said, I'll be right back. So he leaves. He goes, makes a phone call. And I'm like, honey, if this works out, this is the place. Because one place, one piece of information I did not tell you is that there have been many times while sitting outside doing my little daydreaming, sipping my coffee, I have envisioned the school being here. The only thing was that one, I knew the building was for sale. Two, I knew it was going to be super expensive. And three, it doesn't have a big play area. But neither did the place that we were going to. And actually, this place has more of a play area than the other place. So he comes back and he says, we don't want you to be out any more hardship. You can have this place. You can have all of this space, all this place. This, this church is empty Monday through Friday and Sundays. You can have all of this space for the same price you're paying the other facility. You guys, we got double the space. We have the most beautiful setup. We've got a kitchen. We have ample 
ample room for parents to park and come in. We've got a stage. We've got an auditorium. We've got a storage room. We've got a classroom. We have five classrooms that we've got one big classroom and four little offices that go along to it. And I know it's kind of hard, but we split the big room into two rooms and then each teacher has two other little offices to go along with it. So each teacher has her big room to teach in. Plus she's got two little offices that attach to that room where she's going to run centers in each room. We got the lobby. We got the playground area. We have the, we have the kitchen. We have the place to eat. We have the place to come in the morning and do community time. We get to pray and we get to be in the house of God. And I want to say that with God's flooding comes a new earth, comes a new beginning. And I truly believe that we are right where we are supposed to be. Yes, we lost items. Yes, we had to pick up and move. We literally moved our school in four hours. We called all of our family members. We got a U-Haul. We stayed out. We started moving the stuff at like around four o'clock in the afternoon. We stayed out at the church till midnight. Got up the next morning, had our first day of school because we said we are not canceling school. We had to call all of the parents. It took me from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. I called every single parent individually. I tried to keep my conversations below five minutes. I kept to the facts. I kept it super positive. Hey, I know where you were at just last night. You are at our school. Just wanted you to know we had a flood, but we have an amazing opportunity. We're going to move to a church. And everybody, everybody was like, oh my gosh, okay. My mother-in-law said, Mackenzie, you said it so positively. They didn't even have time to be negative about it. They didn't even have time to think any differently about it. The next day, we had school here. We had our car rider line. The parents are coming, so they got out. They had to come inside the church. They had to see the church with their kids. They had to look at the new building again, but it worked out so beautifully. And slowly but surely, the whole week, we began moving everything in here. And we didn't know how long it would last. We were thinking it'd probably be at least a week or two. And within three days, they already had the other place, uh, the dehumidifiers, new floors laid, back in business three days later. Well, here we are, already moved our school here. And so we, I said, honey, did we overreact? I mean, like, I know we are supposed to be here. This whole time I'm like, God, you want us to be here. You want us to be here. I know you brought this flood because you needed us to move. I know you needed us to have a new beginning. I believe it. I trust it. I had such peace. I had such excitement. There was so much to be stressed out about. There was so much to be anxious about. And I never felt it. I felt nothing but excitement. I felt nothing but peace in a, in a flood. I felt peace in a flood. Our bookshelves were gone. Some of our items were gone. And I was like, going to a new place. Woo! Tomorrow's the first day of school. Woo! Only God could make that happen. Only God. Only the, only the peace of God. That's all I can describe it as. And so we picked up all the pieces. We moved it. My husband has been an unbelievable rock star. He's been out at the school every single night. And we're both are like, this is just such an awesome purpose. Yeah, we've had to work a little bit harder. Yeah, we've lost some money. Yeah, we've lost some, some, some items. It doesn't matter. When you know that you are in the right place, it, it, it energizes you. 
It creates such a peace that surpasses understanding. And I share this with you because this is a journey for each of us. And I pray that whenever you are faced with opposition, that you remember the story. And you can either choose life or you can choose death, but God says choose life. Choose to look at it positively. And this is not toxic positivity where I'm just making this up to make it look, no, I am happy. I am grateful. We are staying in this location until further notice. We could move back to the other location, but we have a school. And we have kids to teach. We are not just a couple hour program. We are a school. We are in the business of educating children. We're in the business of relationship building. And we did not want to bring our kids here for a couple days and then put them all the way back there. Transitions are hard enough. The transition, even the first day was a little rocky. The kids are loving it. There's carpet all over the church. They're running around without their shoes on. They're just happy. We're praying. It's just the peace of God is here. It's so great to be in his house and we're so grateful. And I wanted to share this with you because I know that you have probably faced so much opposition trying to find your location, maybe getting displaced, maybe having a transition, maybe worried about what location you're going to be at. And I just am here to tell you that God will take care of you. He's done it for us for four years from my living room to my backyard, to my van, to my neighborhood park, to the place down the street, through the flood to this new building. And I'm sure you're wondering, well, what happens if they sell it? And what happens with your lease? All of that, I'll be happy to share with you as we get more answers. We do have a plan. We've already met with the pastor. I wrote, a, wrote out an agenda, wrote out a vision for him. Your destination location letter, if you have that from our business bundle, you can use that for your location to give to a pastor or to give to anyone that you are seeking a location from. I definitely recommend that when you go to look for a location that you give your introductory packet so the person that is doing business with you understands what your mission is, your vision is, and how you function as a program. I think that's very advantageous. I hope that you are able to take all that you've gained. If you've not grabbed your business bundle, hello, it's 20% off. And not just the business bundle, but you can grab even all of the individual pieces, the introductory packet, the handbook contract, your enrollment form, all of those pieces are 20% off until the end of August. And so we're super happy that you are able to grab those and be able to utilize each piece. We've never sold each piece separately at 20% off, but you can do that. You can buy any piece separately at 20% off. TeachersLetYourLightShine.com slash shop all your business documents, or you can buy the business bundle. If you buy everything together in the business bundle, it's already cheaper, but then you add the 20% on top. It's a deal breaker, friends. So one thing that was also very helpful is that we had already given all of our information to our friends and family and all the parents who had come to our school. They had already received our introductory packet and the enrollment form. So all of our new families that were enrolling, because remember we had open house on Sunday, got the flood on Monday. Now they're coming to our school on Tuesday. What was really nice is that they had the en enrollment form already in hand. We also have it digitally, but they had everything ready to go because of the folders that I had given with all of our information from our business bundle pieces. Those were ready to go. So it just made it a very seamless process. 
And so all in all, I want to say, definitely be led by the Spirit. You can make your plan. Be led by the Spirit. And I want to say also to be open to opportunities and to see the positive in it. There's so many things that we could, that, that I know my husband and I could pinpoint and be negative about and look at all of this. But I'm telling you, I don't even have time for it because I am just in such bliss, such bliss for what God provided for us. He provided us a new beginning and we're just so, so grateful to him. And so I just ask you to please be obedient to the call to walk by faith, not by sight, to step out, be open to new opportunities and to see the positive. Can't wait to share more with you guys. Come back here next week. I'm back to two episodes a week and I've got some real goodies for you. Head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop and grab all your pieces to start your micro school or to build it, grow it, scale it at 20% off. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.